0: coming to you from KKXX Studios, Chico Life Radio, 104.5 FM and AM 930. It is great to be with you another Monday evening, where we are set to continue our reflections into the book of Genesis. Uh, We have been at this now for quite some time, working our way through this widely important book. You know, when I was asked to spend some time with Sacred Scripture, I asked you, what book did you want me to study? and uh, you gave me a list of books you you gave me 1st and 2nd Corinthians and you gave me the book of Revelation and and you gave me Genesis and i was really reflecting into this uh over the weekend because a lot of the questions i get are either tied to the book of Revelation the book of Genesis or questions about the faith that are often answered in those two letters to the church of Corinth in those two letters to the Corinthians and i just thought it to be so interesting that here, the books we have been studying, we are studying because you have requested it. And the more I thought about it, I came to realize that <laughs> these books are, are the books that answer most of your questions. Uh, and so this is what we've been doing now for quite some time. And, and actually, we did the book of Revelation first, right? And then we did First and Second Corinthians, and now we are in the book of Genesis. So the bookends of the great book that is the Bible certainly Are very important to know, and I am just grateful to be able to have this time to do this with you, uh, to study the book of Genesis. And so, praise be Jesus Christ for that. And uh, I do also want to just continue to welcome all of you who are tuning in, just not locally or statewide or nationwide, but really abroad. Those of you who continue to listen to Seeds of Truth Radio in the countries of uh, Canada, Mexico, Argentina, uh, Chile, Peru, Western Europe, you know Portugal, Spain, Italy, France, Germany. It is a great joy that you are taking time out of your busy schedule. Those who are listening in Croatia, I see the Ukraine, India, China, South Africa, Kenya, Nigeria. It uh, honors me that you are taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to what we are talking about here. And I, I do receive your questions, and I do receive your emails, and. You know that because I'm responding to them, Um, and as I do respond to them, and as I take them to air, especially on Thursday evening, it is my hope that when you hear a question responded to, or even as we are taking up the book of Genesis at your request, you find yourself connected to your brothers and sisters in Christ. This was another point of reflection for me, that Seeds of Truth Radio is really about just not connecting my voice with yours, or me with you, but really connecting the wider body of Christ. Because like I've said before, you know there are thousands of listeners in over 40 countries uh, across the world, and what you are hearing is what is being heard in another country. Now, before we jump into Genesis 23, we have been at Genesis 21 and 22, I did want to wrap up our reflections from chapter 22 by considering that passage from Genesis chapter 22, verse 18. A very important passage. Genesis twenty-two, eighteen 18 reads, And by your descendants shall all the nations of the earth bless themselves, and of course he's speaking to Abraham, because you have obeyed my voice. Because you have obeyed my voice. Now if you are a faithful listener to Seeds of Truth Radio, you know what the word obey means or obedience means. Listen or to listen. And not just listen, but listen well, right? To listen well. So in other words, this verse can really translate as because you have listened to my voice or you have listened well to my voice. Remember that the the Hebrew word for faith, emunah, is responsive listening. Huh? So it's just not listening for the sake of listening, right, without any action. No, it's responsive listening. You listen to someone, right? And as you listen to that someone, you listen because you are going to respond by word or by act. You have obeyed my voice. Abraham responded well to God by word, yes, but certainly by act. And of course, this is what we drew out over over our last two programs together. As he heard the command of God to sacrifice his only son, and as he was brought to the point of wielding his knife to kill his own son, the angel of the Lord intervened. And God, through this angel, saved his son. And of course, promised that I will provide a lamb. He provides a lamb right then and there, but certainly this, of course, projects towards God the Father and his own Son as the Lamb of God. Because you have obeyed my voice. Because you have listened well. What do we think about when we hear these words? Well, what did we hear a few weeks ago? In John chapter 10 verse 14, what did we read there? I am the good shepherd. And I know my own, and my own know me. In verse 27, we read there in John chapter 10, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. You can make a direct link between today's verse, Genesis chapter 22, 18, and John chapter 10, verses 14 and 27. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me these verses in the much larger narrative of the good shepherd highlight what? But that beautiful truth of a sheep responding to the voice of its shepherd. How a sheep can be, oh, in the midst of a hundred shepherds and yet still respond to the one shepherd that is its owner, right? Have you ever been in a crowd of people, perhaps a busy store or, or shopping center, when you hear the voice of your child, or perhaps the voice of your spouse, or, or perhaps the voice of, of, of a good friend, and they call your name, and you have that uncanny ability to pick out that voice among all of the other noises. Why? Because you know that voice. You're familiar with that voice. You've spent time with that voice. We see this in, in other areas. A couple years ago, We moved across town, and and one of my fondest, uh, earliest memories was just going to the backyard and seeing this hawk up in this very large tree uh, begin to nest at the top of the tree. And as I was watching this hawk, I began to familiarize myself with the kind of noises that this hawk would make. And it would make all sorts of noises, but certainly there was one distinct noise And and over time, the hawk went on its way. And it wasn't but, uh, oh, a couple months ago when I was uh, hiking and I heard this noise. And before I looked up, I knew that that was a hawk. And there there was other noises. There were other birds. uh, There were other beautiful and impressive birds making their noises. But boy, when I heard that hawk, I could identify it as that, a hawk. And what's more, when I looked up, there it was, the very specific kind of hawk that was in my backyard. Not the actual hawk, right? But the type of hawk, making that noise. And I was able to identify among many other noises. You see, my friends, once we hear a sound or or, or voice enough, we begin to recognize it, And how wonderful it is, how wonderful it is to recognize the voice of Jesus as our good shepherd when he calls our name. And maybe here I should ask the question, a question that I ask myself for sure. Do we recognize his voice in the midst of all the other noise? Why was Abraham able to recognize his voice? Why was he able to listen well because he he crowded out all of that excess noise he entered into the classroom of silence so do we recognize his voice in the midst of all the other noises certainly the bible and that the writings of the saints are clear that god has spoken to us and continues to speak to us what do we read in sacred scripture From Job, Job chapter 33, verse 14. For God speaks in one way, though man does not perceive it always, right? Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. So Isaiah says, If you wish to walk in the ways of God, then listen to God. We read in Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and hidden things that that you have not known. I read John chapter 10 verse 14 and verse 27. How about John chapter 16 verse 13? That all-important passage that says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth and he will declare to you the things that are to come. So God will declare, are we listening? Are we listening? And this is the question before us. If God is talking, why can't we always hear his voice? Well, I think part of it is that we, we often have preconceived ideas about how God might speak to us so we don't always recognize God's voice when he does speak to us, especially in those ordinary or or quiet ways. We're waiting for God's voice to come out of a burning bush when it's much more likely to come from our our next-door neighbor. Yeah, and my dear friends, even the next-door neighbor that we don't always get along with, even the the next-door neighbor that gets on our nerves, And if my neighbors are listening, I'm not talking about you. (laughs) I can't get along with my neighbors, so, so we're good there. But yeah, God speaks to that least expected person. And how many times have I said it? Often the problem is, we don't hear God because we're so busy talking. We say to God, God, listen, your servant is speaking, as opposed to speak, your servant is listening. You see, my friends, once we realize there's a two-way conversation going on, we can then begin to really enjoy the thrill of recognizing God's voice as a comforter. Isn't this what Jesus said? I will send to you the Holy Spirit, the counselor, the advocate, the comforter. And yes, it is a thrill to recognize God's voice as a comforter. As a guide and dealing with life's everyday challenges. The idea, the truth, the reality that we will never be alone again is enough to, to wake up each and every morning. So, the next question that ought to be asked then is, is how do we listen? Right? Okay, Joe, you're talking about speaking, you're talking about listening, you've talked about this before. How do we listen? Well, first and foremost, through sacred scripture, right? The Bible gives us a great deal of guidance on the things we encounter in life each and every minute of each and every day. So we have to be familiar with sacred scripture to allow sacred scripture to speak to all of those moments in our days that need guidance, that need counsel, that need comfort. There's always a right verse and a right message to every situation we encounter. This is the beauty of the inspired Word of God. We just have to become more familiar with it. Yeah, is it good to to memorize certain verses? For sure. But as I've been asked before, you know, Joe, how do you remember sacred scripture? Often it's just studying the Word of God spending time with a particular narrative or, or chapter or chapters. And over time, as you study that chapter or chapters, you can have it at the edge of your fingers and identify it for what it is, okay? All right. Now, second, I would suggest that we are able to listen to God through a formed conscience, right? Conscience is that law that is written on our heart. Once we've formed our conscience, in the standard established by Christ, highlighted, of course, by the Beatitudes and and the Sermon on the Mount, we will find a confidence in our decision-making. The deeper we go in our study of God and our prayer life, the more we will trust that interior voice that is uh, prompting and inspiring us to make those decisions we need to make. And I highlight here formed conscience and study of God and prayer life because be rest assured, my friends, the tempter is very good at tempting. Go to the temptation narrative and take a careful look at those verses and words. Satan has supreme intelligence. But as I've noted before, what he doesn't have is humility, wisdom, And so those are the the virtues and the gifts, that is humility and wisdom, that really anchor a formed conscience, that really anchor our study in prayer life. And out from those virtues and gifts will we be able to better listen to God. The humble disposition is the disposition that is ready to listen to God. Why was Abraham able to listen to God yeah, because he crowded out all of that excess chatter, but also because he was very humble. And, and who was the humble of, of all the humble men of the earth? But as we read in the Old Testament, Moses. Of course, in the New Testament, we have Mary. She was the queen of the anawim She was the, the queen of the humble. Humble yourself and you will hear God. The very bending of knee in antiquity was the posture of one who was just not ready to listen, but one who is also ready to respond to what he or she was hearing, listening to. All right, how else do we hear God? And this is all really to draw out that passage from Genesis chapter 22, verse 18, that all-important passage. So third, we could say that God speaks through others. Sometimes this is the most obvious to recognize, right? And other times, this is the hardest to recognize. I say obvious because when we go to God with our prayer requests, I mean, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you. It's happened to me a few times, that I will have someone say something to me, someone who hardly knows me, that speaks directly to something I just talked to God about, like, gosh, man, you really made yourself obvious there, huh, God? I mean, it was just, I've had those moments. And sometimes it's, it's not even a response to a prayer request as much as it is God just letting us know that he's present. I was asked by my older sister on one occasion about, well, a figure that we're talking about now, Abraham. And so we talked about Abraham and Isaac, and this conversation happened on the way to the airport. She was dropping me off. So we were talking about Abraham, Isaac, Mariah, Sarah, so on and so forth, and there I was in the terminal, and two kids came over to me, and I was playing with them, you know, they were waiting for the, the plane to the taxi, and mom and dad were in line of sight, so they were kind of looking at me play with their kids, and, and so when we began to board the plane, I was still playing with these two little ones, and dad says abraham mariah come over here now i I thought to myself "No, wait a second it's not every day that i'm talking about abraham and mariah in point of fact on a once in a while occasion will i talk about abraham and mariah and here i just came out of a hour and a half hour and 45 minute conversation about abraham isaac and mariah and what are the odds that the two children i would be playing with are abraham and mariah right? There is no such thing as a coincidence, my friends, but only God incidents. We look at life far too often as just a concurrence of imperceptible events that have no real tie to one another. When in reality, everything is by our Lord's design. Some are obvious, some are not so obvious this was obvious, at least obvious to me. So God was speaking through others to make his presence known to me. And gosh, I was so grateful. I need these moments because I'm weak in faith. (laughs) Yeah, and, and other times it's very difficult to recognize. And we might look back four, five, six years from now and say, oh gosh, that was God speaking through this person or that person. Sorry, Lord, I missed that one if we are in a living relationship with jesus christ we will recognize his voice in the present moment and of course this is the thrust of what we are uh exploring this evening right now other ways that god speaks to us is uh, certainly through books i've talked about that before how about music music chris Seibert has joined me here on occasion we've talked about that and also as we highlight every wednesday now through movies God has that uncanny ability to respond to our prayer requests through these genres. We just have to be present to it. And, and it's not something where we're always looking for it. God, are, are you about to reveal yourself to me through this person or, or through that book or, or in this movie or in that song? Often it happens without our anticipation right? And it happens that way because God loves to surprise us. (laughs) God loves to surprise us. Now, I talk about books and reading. Certainly, we see this all throughout the lives of the saints, right? I've noted in the past how when you go back into the lives of the saints, you see that a number of their conversions are tied to reading about another saint, so many, especially contemporary saints, talk about this. And by contemporary, I mean those who have been canonized over the last 50 to 60 years. And there's thousands of them because John Paul II canonized thousands of saints. And point of fact, John Paul II canonized in his papacy more saints than all other papacies combined. And and he was asked about this one time, and he said, hey, we live in a difficult age. We need more saints. And amen to that. Lastly, and I think we can all identify with this one, God speaks through circumstances in our lives. God speaks through circumstances in our lives. Sometimes the guidance from God comes in the form of a slamming of a door. Other times it comes in the form of an opportunity. And again, often an unexpected or unanticipated opportunity. And this is why, my friends, being in a relationship with Jesus Christ is so important, because we will hear that voice loud and clear when something comes up that is unexpected. And that unexpected being, nope, today you're fired. Or, hey, you want this job? So in the slamming of a door or in the opening up of a door, we have to always be open. To the, the possibility that when this happens, this is something from God. And Again, if we are living our life as we ought, studying sacred scripture, praying those devotional prayers, praying the Our Father, praying uh, the breviary, the, the divine office, praying the rosary, praying the chapter, whatever our prayers are, going to Mass, we will identify these things for what they are, as something that comes from God. Remember, every time you say yes to God, it is a new beginning, right? Because God is the always more, and that always more is the new, because once you've encountered God today, He's going to reveal Himself to you tomorrow in a whole new way. It's when we reject him that we don't experience this daily newness. Amen? Amen. All right. I'm looking up at the clock and we are out of time. If you have any questions, comments, and observations about what we talked about today, I know (laughs) I said before we get into chapter 23, I want to talk about this one verse. And lo and behold, we didn't get into chapter 23. Tomorrow, Tuesday evening, we will get into chapter 23. And in particular, that passage that comes to us, I think it's verse 3 or 4 where Abraham wept for Sarah. I want to talk about the sacrament of tears at least a little bit tomorrow, and then we will explore more the significance of of Abraham burying uh, Sarah and what was going on there in, in chapter 23. But before we get into that, if you have any questions and comments or observations about what we talked about today, this evening, please send them on your way, and uh, I will be sure to respond to those. And those questions can be about anything as it relates to uh, just not what we're studying here on Mondays and Tuesdays, but whatever's on your heart. I have uh, said on numerous occasions that one of the great joys I have in what I do is just meeting so many new people. It really is uh, my great joy, and so if uh, you have not sent a question to me because you're hesitant, uh, please don't be hesitant. I, I, I look forward to those emails and those Uh, observations all right let us close with a word of prayer in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen good and gracious god we do just give you special thanks and praise for the gift of this evening the gift of your voice (laughs) the gift that we have in being able to cry abba father and and be in this beautiful filial relationship with you that there is something glorious about our divine sonship because it is in our divine sonship that indeed we reveal your glory. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen, and God bless you. Thanks for listening to Seeds of Truth.